disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS. Today, we're going to talk about loyalty. More so knowing when to put a cap on your loyalty, right? So I'm, I'm really big on loyalty. Um, I always say that blood makes you relatives and loyalty makes you family. So I take my loyalty to people to... I take my loyalty really serious just in general. And that has not always, you know, been to my benefit. There have been times where I stayed at a place of employment longer than I needed to because I was loyal to, you know, probably somebody I worked with there or the population I was working to. My loyalty was to them. And that kept me in a space that I, that time had expired, you know, and I, and I stayed there because of it. I've stayed in relationships because of my loyalty, not even just to the person that I was in a relationship with, but to all of the other relationships that formed out of that relationship, right? So, you know, my relationship with um, a mate's family members, um, re my relationship with a mate's friends, and, and just stuff like that. Um, I have definitely missed out on opportunities because of loyalty. Um, you know, I didn't want to look like I was being a bandwagon person because I that's also a thing I have an issue with. And that's just probably because I'm super sports driven also. <laughs> but, you know, I, I never like to look bandwagon. I don't, you know, I don't like to come off as somebody who is a croissant. You know, I'm not flaky. I don't go wherever the wind blows. And because of that, I've definitely, definitely missed out on opportunities that could have moved my endeavors forward and moved the dial forward. And, and it's like, you know, at some point we have to learn to put a cap on our loyalty to out, you know, to external, external forces and focus on our loyalty to self. Now, I'm somebody who is not overwhelmingly selfish. Um, that's just not my nature. But I do have a saying that is, you know, that is that um, I live a selfless life in a selfish way. Um, I'm, I'm a very giving person. I'm a very nurturing person. That is just who I am. But... I understand that in order to give the way I'm the way I'm programmed to give, the way that is natural to me to give, and in order for me to be the blessing that I know I'm supposed to be to other people, I know that there are times that I have to take to myself, right? There are times that have to absolutely be about me. So if I don't take those selfish moments to align myself, to reposition myself, to center myself, um, then I'm not going to be able to do the selfless things that really bring me joy and really fulfill my purpose. Um, and then knowing that there are plenty of times that I should have done better 
at being selfish, at being loyal to myself so that I could move the dial forward, so that I could be in a position to provide better opportunities for myself, better opportunities for people I love, and just better opportunities for people and communities that I care about in general. And I feel like a lot of us need to ask ourselves that, you know, I, and I don't know, I don't know if it's entirely tied to the culture of being a black woman and, you know, the culture of always feeling responsible for everybody else and, and feeling like the world views you as having to have everyone on your shoulder and on your back. You know, I don't know if it's that or if it's a self-imposed thing. You know, like I said, I'm, I come from a family of athletes. I'm an athlete, so I don't know if, if it's a sports-driven thing that I feel so rooted in loyalty, but it is really, really at the core and crux of who I am. I mean, if you've ever watched a Giants game with me, a UNC game, um, just <laughs> anything that I'm a super loyalist to, then you know how deep shit can run with me. And I am, you know, exactly that way with with people, um, with affiliations. Sometimes I have been that way with employment opportunities and so much of that has, I mean, I can't say that it has put me behind, you know, because I believe in, in divine timing, but I can unequivocally say that I can see very specific points in my life where had I been loyal to myself over everything else, I would be in a different position. I obviously don't know if in the long run that would have been a better position or not because shit, once it's gone, you don't know. But I do know I would have been in a different position. I do know I've missed opportunities to be in very different spaces and in very different rooms. One of the things that I said to myself last year out loud for the first time, and to be honest, it the first time I said it, out loud, it made me even more comfortable than it had been making me saying it to myself in my head. Um, and that's because I spent so many years, I really spent the greater part of the last five years working on checking my ego, working on understanding that as humans, we are naturally egocentric, and that is honestly the root of a lot of our issues, our communication issues, you know, the way we approach things. Um, and, and while it may be human nature, it's not one that can't be controlled. So for the greater part of the last five years, I've really invested a lot of time and energy in reading about ego, learning about ego, learning how you know, when you stand in a space of your ego, you really, you project a lot, you, you make things about you, you take a very narcissistic approach to things, you, you don't genuinely empathize with people the way you may think you are, um, and, and I'll touch on that a little later, because, um, 
somebody mentioned something a couple of weeks ago that reminded me of that. Um, but the point is because I had spent so much time working on checking my ego, I wasn't comfortable with this thought that I was having, but I was having it all the time. I was having it all the time. And it was always a thought that I was having in line with the fact that, you know what? If I had just said, fuck them and did me, y'all be in a different space right now. I should have did that shit. It kept being aligned to those kind of trains of thoughts and those kind of conversations with myself. And so one day I just said out loud, you know what? You are a person with a lot of access and a lot of influence. Use that shit. I felt mad uncomfortable. First of all, in general, I no longer like the word influence and that's courtesy of influencers. <laughs> I, I just don't like this whole influencer culture is bullshit because 10 out of 10 of them don't influence shit. They don't. I said it. Jot it down at your favorite influencer. I really don't give a fuck. Like, they just, they really don't. They don't move the culture forward. They don't influence anything positive that's really going to have a sustainable effect. So, fuck them. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that I am a person with influence. I'm not always comfortable in that space, admittedly, but I've, I've, I won't say I've never shied away from it because that's not, that's not an honest truth. I have at times shied away from it, but for the bulk of my life, for the majority of my, my four decades on this earth, I have embraced the fact that I am somebody with influence and I've tried to always use my influence in a positive way. I've tried to influence people in the right direction. I've tried to influence people into believing in themselves. Like I've always tried to use my influence to move the needle forward in a sustainable way, whether it's for an individual, an organization, or the culture. Like that's always been the thing. But there have absolutely been times where I've shied away from the fact that I have influence or that I carry influence with people. And many of those times, not all, but many of those times I have shied away from it because I felt like I was maybe, and, and maybe loyalty isn't even the exact phrasing or the right word for this particular, um, or for these particular sets of examples, but there have been times where I've shied away from utilizing my influence because I felt like it would in some way make me look like I was being disloyal to someone, to some organization, to something, right? And, and I can look back on real specific moments and just be like, you know what? I should have made this move regardless because had I did that, it would have moved, it definitely would have moved the needle forward for me personally, but it probably also would have shifted some things for some other people that were in my space. And I should have just, you know, and I should have did that um, rather than worried about looking disloyal or appearing disloyal or just, or more than anything, feeling disloyal. Because honestly, it comes more down to that. Like it's really a me issue. 
that I have to work on, that I'm working on, and that I know plenty of people probably can empathize with. It's a me issue because the truth of the matter is, especially for anyone who knows me, is that I don't really give a fuck what you think of me or how you view me because I know my resume speaks for itself. Like I know I'm a solid ass individual. I know when the casket drops, the epitaph going re- it's going to read here, here lies a real one. Like I know that. I know that unequivocally. So it's not that I am concerned that I don't look loyal. Um, it's more so me feeling like something I'm doing is disloyal. Even a little bit. That shit bothers me and it doesn't sit well with me. And I struggle with that in a lot of things. Um, there have been opportunities that I've gotten to, you know, like disassociate with certain people, certain orgs, certain affiliations, and, you know, an affiliate or or link up with this other sect that was really going to position me to do some other things. And I'm like, uh, I can see how that's a good move for me, but I don't know how that's going to sit on my stomach tonight. You know what I'm saying? And someone made the comment, uh, my boy made the comment that you don't really see like shysty ass, um, you don't see shysty women thriving. And I'm like, that's a fucking lie. The Kardashian clan is proof positive that <laughs> shysty women thrive or, you know, women that fly to fads thrive. And I'm like, you know, real talk, there are plenty of times that I could have really just did some dis disloyal shit and just be like, yo, you know what? You're right. I even, the only reason why I even know your ass is through X, Y, and Z, but fuck them. I'm going to skip the middle man and, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to plug with you and fuck them. I'm not going to put them on. We just going to do our thing. Those opportunities come to me often. Often. I always bypass them. I always bypass them. I don't always think that I'm right for bypassing those opportunities. But, I, you know, I'm comfortable with 85% of that bypass. <laughs> I'm comfortable with 85% of that bypass. Because if you do it to them, you do it to me. That's never good. You know, that's a train of thought that never leaves my mind. But there have been instances where that was the case. And it wasn't anything personal. Everything was just business. And I should have just... I should have just been like, yo, you know what? Here I come. <laughs> like, let's get this bread. Let's get this opportunity. Let's let's shoot this shot. Let's try to make something happen. And I didn't do it. And I regret that. And it's like, as, as a black woman, as someone who is really just, I, I grew up in this, this culture of, like, whatever you say you got to be about, you always got to ride for the people you fuck with, you know. Like, there's so many layers and so many elements that have compounded on me. It's like sedentary rock, right? <laughs> so there's so many layers to what has become this version of loyalty for me that many, many times I have missed out on opportunities to move the dial forward for myself. And I just, I want to be, you know, a lesson 
to other women, especially women of color, when opportunities present themselves, you know, weigh the odds, weigh the good, weigh the bad, but keep your loyalties to yourself above all. As long as holding a loyalty to yourself doesn't cause anybody you love or rock with the long way any harm, put your loyalty first. Because that opportunity, if it aligns with you being able to put your loyalty first, it's probably for a reason. It's probably time for you to be selfish so that you can move the needle forward for yourself so that eventually you can selflessly help other people move the needle forward for themselves, you know? And um, to the point that I was making earlier about about ego and, and realizing that when you don't have your ego in check, that you're not able to empathize the way you think you are. The comment that was made, um, we all know 2020 has been death riddled, uh, riddled with death, excuse me. And a gentleman that I follow on Twitter, actually, I don't follow him. I have no idea how he landed on my timeline now that I think about it. But he was sharing just some insightful stuff um, that him and his wife were talking about. And he was just saying, you know, when people are experiencing grief, you know, death of someone immediate to them or just grief in general. Ain't nobody trying to hear. I understand how you feel. Um, you know, I, I, I was there too. just let them grieve. And I hadn't thought about this in a while, but he made a very excellent point. And I'm sorry to veer off topic a little bit, but it really was just that good a point. Um, I have experienced an overwhelming amount of death in my life. Like uh, that shit would need a, a, a podcast series of its own. Right. Um, and so when people near me experience grief, it was, it used to be my way to explain to them or not to explain to them, but just to let them know that I empathize with them. And the way I would do that would be to align a similar situation. So like if you, you lost, you know, like your aunt, uncle, who was really, really close to you, you know, I would align that when I lost my uncle Goody, who was my world, you know, and I, and my intent in that was to let you know that one, I hear you two, I do understand. And three, you know, you have an ear that you have an ear that you can use that is going to receive what you have to say just because. I've been on the other end, like my, I've, I've walked in your shoes type of thing. And what I learned during these years of learning to remove my ego from things is that everybody's grief is extremely individual. Doesn't matter that we have a similar loss. Like you might've lost, you know, your, your closest relative and I might've lost my closest relative. And that may be, you know, a statement of fact but that is not an equity. There's no equity in that. Your loss is solely and individually yours. It is yours. I can only sympathize with your loss. I can't put myself in your shoes because I didn't have that particular relationship. That is yours to grieve and yours alone. And once I learned that, 
I realized how many different ways um, that transpired in my life and with different friends and why I may have had fallen out with people who felt like I was, you know, not, not being a good and supportive friend when I thought I was, you know, show, I thought I was showing up and showing out and let you know, like, Hey, I know how you feel, girl. I know how you feel, homie. Like I've been there, yo, when such and such happened to me, I feel you. So whatever you need, like when I thought that I was really putting myself out there, because for me, that's what I thought I was doing. I thought I was putting myself out there by expressing a, a vulnerable experience I had really I was making it about me unintentionally, but at some point intent doesn't matter. It's about execution, right? So I was unintentionally making it about me. I was unintentionally, you know, making myself the focus, which is the, that's something that the ego does that, that comes from naturally being ego driven, even though it's not your intent. So as I've learned that, um, I've, I've learned to handle different, handle situations differently. Um, I try to be more cognizant of the things that come out of my mouth when I am trying to show empathy. And honestly, I try to focus more on being sympathetic than, than empathetic because that, that's where I'm at in my phase of working on my ego. When I have a better grasp on it, maybe I will be better able to empathize, to show empathy but I'm still a work in progress with that. So I try to focus more on showing sympathy. That being said, um, I, I'm existing in a dichotomy where I am at a space where I feel like I need to be on some super selfish shit right now because it's my, like, it's my time yet again. You know, things repeat themselves until you get it right. That. <laughs> Shit keeps happening until you get it right. And I can see the cycle. I see the cycle. I see it happening yet again. I know how this ends if I don't make a different decision. Because I've already made the other decision more than once. And here I am. And here I am. So I feel like I'm in this space where I need to be extremely selfish, extremely goal-oriented, extremely, um, extremely goal-driven, and that counteracts with wanting to not be an ego-driven person. And it's just this really weird space and really strange dichotomy that I'm trying to navigate. And I'm sure I'm not alone in trying to navigate it. Um, but the conclusion I've come to is that when I weigh my pros and cons... If maintaining loyalty to myself above all else does no harm to all the nouns that are of the utmost importance to me, then that's alignment for me and I'm going to be selfish in that manner. I'm going to seize that selfish opportunity with the goal and intent that at some point, this allows me to move the needle forward and be selfless in helping others move their needle forward. So I hope that the ramble made sense. <laughs> I hope that um, 
you know, if you are struggling in this same space, that you join me in the conversation on the Black Girl SOS Instagram page. And maybe we can help each other sort this shit out. Um, and I hope that I'm a lesson to somebody, you know. Everybody, everybody doesn't need to make their own mistakes. It's not a necessity. That's the whole point of history books. Learn from someone else's fuck up. So hopefully I can be a lesson and maybe shave some, shave some degrees off the, off the learning curve for you. But with that being said, sis, until next time, you have a good one.